Welcome to Making Noise, Making Moves, a podcast series created for the Noise Moves Youth Dance Festival 2021. Today we are speaking with Mariam Ribon, Dublin Youth Dance Company's Artistic Director. Welcome Mariam, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you very much, Annette, for having me and uh, to Carla Fascio as well. So I'm delighted to be here. Um, Carla, I'd really like to hear about Dublin Youth Dance Company. What inspired you to develop the company? Uh, I I suppose that um, uh, a very good um, uh, place to start is just imagining myself at their age and what I would have uh, liked in in order to to have the experiences and the opportunities. And, And I suppose, you know, that is, you know, the main thing. And very often I kind of like reflect and I, I think myself, you know, I would love to go back in time and to actually be in DYDC instead of running DYDC. I uh, <laughs> thought that we can do that. So <laughs> it's a little bit of a, of a backward dream. <laughs> um, I was thinking then about, about how things have changed even five, 10 years, say even with social media or just how different things have shaped. Um, I think in the, in the sense of DYDC, um, it's been a, a very... Um, it's a low progression in a way in the in the relate in relation of development of the company, and I I remember I couldn't even you know like think that the WDC would have grown so much when I when I started when JJ uh, passed me you know the this this big role, and the what I remember is I really loved working with young people. So uh, it's been a very organic way of developing. We started, uh, or when I started, I had um, kind of, it was more like a community-based group. So um, it was changing every Sunday. and, And then, you know, like you go along and you do the changes as you think it's needed um, okay. kind of like modeling you know like sculpturing something yeah. and you might not know what sculpture you're gonna end up with but you know like so that happened a little bit with DYDC. And tell me what would be a lot of the, the background of a lot of the dancers like would they all be very trained coming to you or some of them would have an interest or some of them would be really trained in maybe contemporary or different styles of dance or even freestyle? I think is- there's a, a big mix and, and sometimes it's very refreshing to have people that have a lovely natural sense for movement, okay. but they don't have a former kind of dance training. Mm-hmm. And, and some of them come with, you know, like a very good base and, and some others uh, simply have done a little bit of uh, hip hop and they, they find contemporaries very interesting yeah. And, and they see it a little bit closer to what they already been doing. And so it's, it's very different. It's from person to person. It's like a different world. And the other thing that I was thinking of is like, there's so much online. So whatever about Instagram now, but even just like looking at YouTube, all the videos that would be on there, like when you would have all of these people coming from different backgrounds and they're all coming together and then you have your way of working, you're sort of bringing everyone together through your choreography, through class. 
do you find then that you have people that have that come in with preconceived notions of like, oh, this is how it should be, or why are we doing this? Or is, is there a journey that you need to take them on? Or are they all just really open and all just harmonious and just uh, I think that's a very, very good question. Um, because I find loads of students in in the very different places, you know, that I teach. And I I find those those students that perhaps they have a notion of, of dance or they have been dancing for a number of years and therefore they think that you know they might be at a certain level or they might get a, a notion of what dance and contemporary dance is because of all these programs do you think you can dance etc yeah. etc which Excuse are me. extremely commercial and and they give they give them it's great to have those programs and you know things like that because it motivates and inspires uh, people and young people into take on dancing but the kind of the downside of it is gives them a very uh kind of vision you know tunnel of what mm -hmm. contemporary dance or dance it is and and when they find out you know what is the reality uh, some of the, the people that might have like a real thirst for, for learning and they can't, they can't see the quality, they will stay. And okay. immediately, you know, like when you have good quality in anything, it's something that you feel, it is something that you perceive that you can, you can almost touch, you know, like it's that yeah. kind of, it's an intangible thing, but it's really, really yeah. uh, present. So the ones that have that is special sensi sensibility and, and even, you know, like a very kind of uh, good discernment and uh, they will notice immediately that, okay, I don't know about this. I don't think, I, you know, like I can understand very good, but there's, you know, like a sense of, yes, I'm in the right place. Mm -hmm. Very good, very good. Throughout the years, you've exposed your dancers to quite a lot of different styles and even having different people come in to work with the dancers and you've really opened up them to different practices as well when you've taken them abroad to different places so how much does that open their eyes to a different people work and the different things that they could be part of say even in the future and how does that have an influence on what then happens back in the, the studio in Dublin? Um, well, I always think that any opportunities they have is going to inform who they are going to be uh, at a later stage when they, if they decide they want to become professional dancers or artists. Um, uh, so from that point of view, I, I think it's very important to, to um, expose them to many different things, cross art uh, collaboration, performance at different uh, festivals, etc., etc. Uh, but by all means, I always uh, put above anything the quality over the quantity. And, and that is, you know, like my motto. And, and many times I say to them, even when they're dancing, I say, guys, just remember less is more. Um, don't overkill it. Don't overact. It's, you know, like many of them at the beginning, they, they put all the emotions in the mm -hmm. face and you are like, that's not where you have to put the emotions. Your body has to speak, <laughs> not only your face. So we need to feel it through the movement and not, yes, you know, like, yes. uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, so, so everything is, is very important, but I really think that quality has to prevail over uh, quantity. And how do they react to that? I mean, when, they, when, they, when their face is oozing with emotion, how then can they find that place to express through their fingertips and through a little part of their uh, 
part of their body that they wouldn't think that could be expressive to just move their elbow in a certain way that, you know, for example. It's a small, um, um, well, not a small, it's a, it's a long pro process, sorry, mm -hmm. you know, like I was using the wrong, you know, word there. So it's a long process and you don't say that on the first day they come to, to class. And, and at the beginning, you know, the focus on the, the, the first um, a few months will be more into the, the technical aspects and, and to start feeling the alignment and, and to embody the technique through, through movement and they start, um, um, having more complicated more complex exercises etc so i think at the beginning the focus is very much on you know that uh, skill development and mm -hmm. and learning a vocabulary and also getting a style so all that is embodied in you know like in the method that i that i use for for teaching and then we have the creative side which is um in the rehearsals and creating movement and i give them movement and i ask them to make movement and then i look at them and then i polish so it's, it, it goes through different processes and they you know partnering um you know like uh, well now you know like under COVID, we, we can't even be in the studio but the, the partnering will be a little bit a uh, part in there uh, for a while but but uh, it's all all the you know the different aspects of the dance that is informing the young dancers and and then when we have the choreography made and they're starting to do it all all these you know the, the the different guidance is given to them so you will make little comments about you know the the you know the steps the choreography has to speak it's mm -hmm. not only your face don't you know like don't do the bad acting guys we can't do that it's like in a, in a sweet way but um <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so so they get it and and then when when it comes you know the moment that we're close to performances like it will it's, be said. In they start to feel way. it. They start yes. to feel it, don't they? Though they embody it in a different way, because I guess the process and the journey that you bring them on, and the different um, influences that you introduce to them, they start to see new ways to move and to express. You said there as well about creating dances. Why is it important for you that the young people also create their work and not just take on someone else's choreography? Because it's, uh, we do it from, you know, like from day dot and, and at the beginning, you know, they might be a little bit more fearful and more scared because they, you know, they might haven't had um, this practice. Uh, but I think it's very important because um, um, it, it is, um, if, if they want, for example, to become professional dancers and they they're going to have to pass an audition to go into one of the colleges, either, you know, like in, in Ireland or abroad. So they're going to they're going to be able to follow a commands and steps and learn them and be able to pick them up, you know, like pretty, you know, quick. But they also have to develop the artistic side, the creativity. And that's why I think it's very, very important. But even if they, they decide not to become professional mm -hmm. dancers I think is is something that opens and you know like in a person a young person um you know that creativity that being able to to do something themselves and I always say guys you know this is the best part because this is when you do what you want don't <laughs> be expecting or don't be doing all the time the steps that somebody is telling you constantly to to replicate and I say how boring is that so it's, it's kind of like you are your own boss in, yeah. you know like in this in instance so I think from that perspective is so important and 
also if uh, these people that have you know the process of being in a youth dance company they will be the theater goers yes. and when they go to to see a performance they will appreciate all the work that goes in it and they will understand how important it is to have you know develop their own voice while they were you know like part of a youth dance company and tell me as well about developing that voice and the the journey and the changes that you see as well i mean i can imagine the transformation is just quite something you know from the first start and then towards the end of like say a few months later just the no more than we're talking about the expressing more than just what's in the face just the choreographic language i'm sure that that's quite a wonderful process to watch as well uh, yeah, and uh, it, it is really gorgeous. And I, I always think that uh, young people have uh, such a myriad of possibilities. And, and I'm just like helping them a little bit to find them in dance. And from that perspective, that's why I love working with young people so much because it gives you so much satisfaction. Mm. So really, I, I, I love it so much. I really think I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in, you know, like in this, in this world. So, um, and uh, what I find, which is, um, I can talk only from, you know, my perspective with the yeah. dance company. And I think it's, it's very, very important. We have uh, one of the, the principal parts in the way you see is the, the teamwork. Mm-hmm. And, and as a teamwork is, is about to have a unity. And there's, you know, there's a unity that goes beyond the commodity. And um, it is the, the style. And I'm very, very kind of set and put loads of uh, uh, um, kind of intention in giving them kind of like a unity and a base, like let's call it a baseline in which um, there's like a certain sensibility and sense for the movement that they all have uh, that. And I think is is quite important to have that because when other people come to work with them, I think it's easier. Um, it's easier because even having different levels is still something that unites them. And, and I think they feel it. And when they feel that, they feel they, they're part of something more, kind of more important. And, and, they, and they feed of each other. And, these, and the, the learning is embodied as well in this unity that they have as a, as a group. And... And I think that is part of the great success of Dublin uh, Youth Dance Company. I have one more question for you. So you talked about DYDC and really being something that you wish you had when you were, you really wish that it was something that you could have been part of when you were a young dancer as well. So in thinking back to when you were developing Young Dancer, um, what do you feel that you learned as a young dancer and that now influenced you and your approach with the young dancers? Oh, uh, well, as a young dancer, I think there's, it's, it's such a long process, isn't it? And it just goes um, through years of uh, taking uh, very technical classes in different styles, working with uh, incredible people, um, you know, like fantastic choreographers and teachers. And in my case, I think, I, I started uh, dancing with these teachers that looking back, I realized that they weren't that good. They were quite bad. But uh, the, the positive thing that they passed me was the love for performance. 
and we had these fantastic productions. So even sometimes, you know, like from, you know, like very bad experience in a way, there were very positive things. So I remember when I moved to Madrid, um, like I realized how amazing people were. And I was there with, uh, I was 18 and I was there with 14 years old that were doing 32 for a testing point. Uh, and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what, what have I been doing all these years? And so there was a little bit of, of a wake up call, but at the same time I thought, okay, I, I always like kind of um, um, observing people and I always had a very good eye for what they were doing right and what they were doing wrong. So kind of like the teacher person was in me from a very young age. Um, so I thought, okay, if I become a teacher, I want to be best teacher that I can be. So, and, and I remember my teachers and as much as I, because I really like them and I, I'm very fond of them, my, my first in dance teachers, but I see their lack, you know, like it was very massive. So I told myself that I wasn't going to be that teacher. So in, in relation to that would be one of the main things that I learned as a mm -hmm. young dancer um, in, 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 into my future and, and deciding, deciding if I became, you know, like a dancer. It turned out that I could do both things. I could have, you know, like a, a career as a performer. Mm -hmm. uh, it might have not been maybe as long as I, you know, like as, a, as other people, or as I, you know, like wish, you know, that uh, mm -hmm. I would have done it. But in a way, it's life. And, you know, I got married and I have, you know, like children, but I, I don't regret it. And I actually have a lot more satisfaction uh, teaching and, and working with young people yeah. than being myself uh, performing, although I love that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Having think young that's people yeah. is really amazing. That's wonderful. In them on the stage. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I guess it goes back to what you were saying about having that eye and, and that you just learned what a young person needs as well and really how to help them in their own choreographic voice, which is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Mariam? Oh, uh, I don't think it's uh, in relation to what we were talking, but just like to the people, the young people out there, and especially the, the young dancers, I, I really, really feel for you guys, um, because I know how hard, I can't even imagine if at your age, uh, even not having the way DC, but if at your age, somebody told me that I couldn't dance, I couldn't go to a dance studio for about a year. I, I don't know how I would have uh, dealt with it. So just for all young people in there, hang in there where I think we're very close to be able to, to go to the studio. And, and, and yes, and then when we're there, like absolutely fingers crossed. And when we're there, um, it'll be absolutely amazing. I think we will appreciate a lot more um, to be dancing and, and it's going to be wonderful. Absolutely, Miriam. Um, I think everyone will really value studio time and value things differently. It's really well said. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Ariane. Thank you for listening today. Making Noise, Making Moves is part of the Noise Moves Youth Dance Festival for 2021. Noise Moves is a part of Noise Dublin, the youth arts program of South Dublin County Arts Office. The festival is funded by the South Dublin County Council and the Arts Council of Ireland with support from Dance Ireland and Creative Ireland, partnerships with Contact Studios and Music Generation Studio. And the festival is sponsored by Dance World.
Follow us on social media at Noise Moves, and please subscribe to our YouTube channel to see our latest pieces of work.